Hello everyone, my name is Drew Walker. Welcome to Within These Firewalls, a CyberSmart podcast. We all have experienced, or know someone who's experienced, an online account compromise. From bad credit card charges to stolen passwords, these are things we all must be on the lookout for. An easy way we can help each other is to share our experiences with these things and what lessons we learn from them. It happens to us all, and sharing helps us all. Today we're going to be interviewing Anthony, a fellow Novant Health team member who has a very unpleasant experience with cybercrime and wants to make sure no one else has to go through what he has gone through. So without further ado, let's dive into it. All right, so Anthony, can you walk us through the day you discovered that something was wrong? Sure, it was back in September. I was at Valvoline getting an oil change, and as I was going to pay, my phone rang, and it was my bank. And I answered the phone. I was like, oh, that's funny. I was getting ready to, um, I can't make a payment, and I was about to call you. And they said, well, we wanted to inform you that your account has been closed because of uh, fraudulent activity going on on your account. And I asked the person on the other end, well, what's going on? And they gave me a list of transactions, which I know I did not do. Um, there were deposits made and withdrawals made in the same hour. Um, there was one out in California. There was one in Utah. And there was even one in Kansas. And I was like, well, I can't be in all those places and North Carolina at the same time. So obviously it wasn't me. They would not let me make my payment on my oil change for my car. So they told me to call the bank the next day or go into the branch. And um, that's how that day ended. But I was just really confused at these transactions. And I went home and I opened up my my, um, online banking and I looked at everything, and I'm like, who are these people? Because they had literally had names on them. And they even explained to me that someone walked into the branch, got $3,000, and had an ID with my information on it, but not my picture. Obviously, it couldn't have been me because they wouldn't have gotten away with it. But they even walked in with a with an ID that had my information. And everything that they said to me was accurate. That is just crazy and also very inconvenient, not only not being able to pay for the oil change, but then having to go to the bank and, and get this shocking information. So so based on what you've described, multiple of your accounts were compromised? Is that what I'm understanding? Yes, it was mine and the account I have with my son. Um, so when my son's – it was mine, my checking, my savings, and then the account joint account I have with my son um, – when my account got hacked, they closed all of the accounts, uh, mine, my son's, and the savings account. They closed everything immediately because my name was tied to them. And when I went to the bank to talk to them about it, they wouldn't let me touch one dime of my money. Um, they told me it would take six weeks to six months to get it all cleared up. And that's how uh, hard it was hard, and I still haven't gotten it cleared up. And that's September, and here it is January, and I'm still waiting. We're talking about over sixty-five hundred dollars. Wow. Um, well, and so we'll actually circle back to some of that impact that you're still dealing with now. But while we're still talking about what actually happened, do you know how how your account got compromised? How they managed to to get this information? Up? about you and and make these fake IDs and and get all this information? Well, according to the bank, uh, they said that it was either my PayPal account or um, 
or a transaction I made through Amazon. And they're not sure which one, but there was something on my account from Amazon Germany. And there was an uh, Amazon UK, but I knew the UK because uh, one of my friends in England had a kid and I ordered a, I ordered a gift to be delivered to them. And they think I got compromised that way in Germany, somehow over in Europe. And the PayPal account, uh, I went online to do, do to buy something also, and somehow my PayPal account got compromised, which gave them information into my bank. I called PayPal also, and they explained to me that yes, that, you know, they were aware that some accounts had been hacked, and mine was one of them. But they never called me to let me know or send a letter or anything. So, so now circling back to stuff still not being resolved. What what have you done so far to to resolve things on your end to to start making some corrections and getting some of this money back and and making sure that this doesn't happen again? Well, to try to get it resolved, I have been to the bank several times. Um they did give me back my direct deposit from work because they knew that had to be legitimate. Um a check that I deposited, uh they gave that back to me as well, but the rest of the money in my account um, they're saying that they're not going to give that to me yet until they can confirm where it came from, you know, the source from where it came from, and that it wasn't some fraudulent uh, deposit made to my account or that I had money wired in from some place that that's a scam also. So right now um, I'm dealing with the bank on a weekly basis, uh, calling them, and they're calling me. And as far as PayPal, um, I'm still waiting for them to get back to me, as well as my American Express and my um, and my Amazon account to get back to me with with refunds. Um, it's just it's just been a nightmare. I can't even imagine what's what's the impact for this been like for you and your family. Obviously, you've not had access to these funds and to some of these accounts. Has there been anything that's that you didn't expect to be impacted or things that you knew would be impacted that have been hard to deal with? Yeah. Um, yeah, there's been a major impact. Um, my, I can't get my wife's medication. She has cancer, which I'm free to share that she has cancer. Um, and she has also has a heart issue. And um, I am unable, I was unable to get her medications for her that week, that actually for the next two to three weeks, um, I was unable to get her medication. I couldn't get a parent loan for my son because my account was closed and the bank insisted they were not going to open up another account for me after 20 years being a customer. They told me to find another institution to go do my banking at. Um, and that, that hurt a lot because, you know, you build a relationship with them and you go through all these mergers. You just assume they're going to work with you, but you're just another customer. Um, so, yeah, my, my family's uh, I couldn't pay my mortgage that for the month of September and October. I couldn't uh, pay my car note or any of my other bills. So, you know, my wife's medication was the hardest thing not to be able to get. I'm not worried about me, but she needs her medication for this cancer and for her heart issue. So I've had to pay the full price for medication Um because I didn't have well, not full price, but the 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 insurance adjusted rate. I had to pay that uh, out of find money to pay for that. So I've had to call my father, I've had to call my stepmom, my cousins, 
to borrow money to pay for her medication and to get my mortgage caught up. That that is a massive impact, and we're really sorry to to hear that you've been going through this, and it still doesn't seem to be an end in sight. Do do you have any timeline from the bank at this point of of when it might be might be more resolved? I know you said six weeks to six months, and we're a few months into that timeline now. Um, actually, we are actually like the six month period now, and I have not gotten any real resolution from them yet. Um, they're still trying to investigate uh, deposits that were made to my account, legitimate deposits, but they're saying they're not getting answers from, you know, the persons or the the vendors who sent me the money, um, or the institutions that sent me the money that was direct deposited or wired into my account. They're saying they're unable to contact them. When I call the vendors or the institutions, they say they don't have any record of a phone call from the bank. So it's like I'm going back and forth and going nuts trying to get them to communicate with each other. Having to hold their hand just to make something happen, which, again, is very disappointing when you feel like you've got this loyalty with this with this bank and, and some of these vendors and they just don't seem to want to work with you. So circling back around, though, to, to the actual compromise of your account, you mentioned uh, PayPal being uh, told to you by the bank as well as the odd charges on Amazon. Um, do you have any idea how your PayPal or your Amazon might have been compromised? Did you receive any suspicious emails? Uh, did you receive a note from a service you used that your password had been had been taken by bad actors? I did not get any kind of notice like that. Um, they did tell me that it was it was compromised through a purchase that I made on a on a different website. Um, I went back to that website, and sure enough, that was the website where the money came from. Um, so, and with the Amazon, like I said, it was my account was compromised in Europe. So the Germany part, I don't know where that came from, but yeah, I was compromised through websites making purchases. Do you or did you have the same password for multiples of your accounts? I did, and that was my mistake. So would you feel comfortable maybe saying that once they had access to one account through this bad website that they were able to then maybe do more and find more information? Of course, definitely. There's no doubt in my mind that that's how I got further compromised was not changing that password. So then what are you doing different now to make sure that you don't have issues like this with online accounts again? Well, right now what I'm doing is I've gone back to every single website that I have my personal information on, and I've let them suggest a stronger password that's even hard for me to remember. And the only way I'm remembering it is to write it down or keep it someplace where only I know where it is. Um, I'm not saving passwords to the websites anymore. I've deleted password manager in on my phone and on my computer. Um, I, I deactivated it. I do not want to ever do that again. I'd rather write it down and possibly forget it than have it compromised again. You can always reset your password if you if you lose it or forget it. That's very true. And also, as long as you're not writing it down and then keeping it attached to your computer or something where someone could just walk up and use it. <laughs> So then on the same vein, looking back, what is one piece of advice that you would share with others to, to help them not fall victim to this, this identity theft and these account compromises? 
something that I didn't do, when I noticed little amounts on my bank statement, like $1.34 here or $2 there, I didn't question those things. Question everything. Whether you think you did it or not, question everything. Look at your bank statement and scrub that thing well. Had I done that six months ago in April or back in April when this when I traced it all back, it started in April. Had I done it then, I wouldn't be in the mess that I'm in right now. And the other work piece of advice is just like your jobs computer tells you to change your password every 90 days, change your password. Change it. Don't give it to anybody. And definitely keep an eye. Like I said, you can't keep enough eyes on your bank account. Question everything. And and that's what I didn't do. I should have questioned it, and I didn't. And now here I am, over six thousand dollars that I can I can't get my hands on. And we're still dealing with the repercussions of that. You know, like I said, my son can't go to college because I can't get a parent loan. Somehow that all got tied back to my credit. Because when the bank closed my account, it showed on my credit report that this account is closed due to fraudulent activity. So I go to apply for a parent loan, and the federal government said no. So question everything. Wow. So this was all the way back to April, and it wasn't until September that you were able to start that you that you found out and were able to start taking some action. So did 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 your bank or or anyone that you've spoken to about this give you um get, did anyone give you advice on what to do about your your credit specifically but in general of how to how to free some of these accounts and how to how to stop some of this identity theft and the information that's already out there Well the bank just told me last week that um they would give me free credit monitoring for a year So you know there's that but at the same time they're not giving me you know any real answers as to when I'm going to get my money back or if I'm going to get my money back because in my savings account, they literally took my money and paid back those states that that said unemployment claims were made to my account that whoever out in Kansas, Utah, and wherever else uh, took the money from, the states wanted their money back. And I understand that, but that wasn't my fault. And they wanted their money back, so the bank took my money and gave it to those states. Now it's on me to fight to get my money back. Yeah, and Anthony, I am just really sorry that you've you've had to do this and are still having to fight this fight. So I think one thing that we're hoping comes from us sharing this conversation is that people will will hear these things um, and take take the possibility of identity theft and and account compromises more seriously. Uh, and we actually will also be sharing some tips for folks who may find themselves in situations like this uh, just to make sure that they're able to to fight correctly and do the things to protect themselves. I know when we've spoken with you before, we mentioned uh, freezing your credit is a good thing to do to make sure that, that no one else is able to impact that on you. Right, and also a password vault. Um, I'm still trying to figure out how to do that. I will get more information on it Um just so that I'm, you know, I don't have to write things down everywhere. And Anthony, also, just not only as thanks for for doing this with us, but also just because we do care and we want to help, we're going to provide you with some resources that we know of that you can use to to protect your information and moving forward, be in a better place. And for those of you that are listening, this is also a list that you can use, and these resources will be available to you online. 
um, the first thing that we would recommend is freezing your credit. You can contact the different credit reporting agencies and put a freeze on your credit. So anything that anyone does with your information from that point on won't impact your credit score. And that's the first step to actually getting your credit score recovered and being able to, to use your credit again. Um, we also recommend that you review your credit report regularly. There are free services out there that will let you uh, see your credit report and see your credit score. Uh, some credit cards even have a tool that's built into their service that will give you monitoring and send you emails once a month to let you know what your score is. And speaking of credit cards, we do recommend that you use a credit card or a reloadable uh, card of some sort for online purchases. Those type of cards have a much easier way of of canceling and voiding out transactions that are fraudulent if your information does get stolen um, and it's not your actual money that's being used. It is this this credit transaction that those companies are very quick to just cut off and it's the end of story. Um, I would also set up security alerts on any of your accounts, whether they be bank account, credit card accounts, um, and even your online accounts have security alerts for logins um, as well as purchases. And then with your banks, uh, withdrawals and deposits, anything that's going to show you potential fraudulent activity, it's worth the extra five seconds to review everything that you do uh, instead of missing out and ending up in, in this situation. Uh, and just in general, reviewing your accounts and accesses regularly. Uh, we also recommend a different password for each account that you have, especially anything tied to your finances and then using a Password Vault app to help you manage multiple passwords. There are a lot of different choices out there, several that are free, uh, several that are a paid service that come with some extra services as well. Uh, some of that is going to be up to uh, what you prefer. We'll provide a list of ones that we like and recommend though. So, uh, but that way with, with these tips and tools, if you follow any or all of these, um, these suggestions, you're going to be in a much more secure place and, and help prevent things like this uh, from happening to you, or if they do happen, you can catch them quickly enough to, to stop them in the act. You can find all these resources and more at our Novon Health Cybersecurity Education page. We call it CyberSmart. You can find it in the iConnect article that brought you here, or search for CyberSmart on iConnect. That's one word, C-Y-B-E-R-S-M-A-R-T. So Anthony, I want to thank you so much for taking the time to talk with us today, to share your story, being willing to share your story uh, in hopes that it does make a difference for someone else. Do you have any closing thoughts or remarks you want to make? No, sir. I just appreciate your time and your help with this. Um, I love your ideas or your suggestions on what to do to make it more secure. And I definitely did go ahead and get a prepaid um card to to use for my transactions from now on that's perfect that i'm so glad to hear that and I'm, i hope that what we've done has been helpful and we hope for a quick resolution for you soon so thank you again so much anthony thank you, thank you.